We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand we are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. It also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then-cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Good morning, and welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am, as always, your host, James Madison. Uh, pushing my desk back into place because it slid out of place somehow. Uh, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison, and as always, I am your anti-government propagandist-in-chief. I'm here with another great story. You see the headlines. You see the story. Now, we have an article to read after this one that's unrelated. I just think it ties in kind of humorously that Yahoo is asking the questions they are. Completely unaware of Joe Biden's history, apparently. That is after this one, of course, which, as you can see, Hunter Biden laptop shows dozens of meetings with dad and business partners. Now, they're treating like this as if it's a brand new breaking story from July 16th, but... Another article we'll be talking about later on uh, would show you that this isn't a new development. It's just new that they're talking about it. Because we saw a picture of uh, Joe Biden with a bunch of Hunter's uh, Ukrainian friends and a Mexican drug lord all golfing together. So uh, we'll be looking at that too afterwards. But let's talk about the, the current wave of coverage. Well, who am I kidding? There's no wave of coverage. This story is not being talked about at all on the left. Not one left outlet. In fact, Ground News goes as far as to call it a blind spot story. We'll also look at that after we read the article, too. Oh, goddamn alarm. I'm back. Alarm has been vanquished. Now, let's hop in this article. Hunter Biden's laptop shows dozen of meetings with dad business partners. Shouldn't I say dad and business partners? Hunter Biden's laptop shows dozens of meetings with dad and business partners, but you have a comma there. I mean, it is like the punctuational version of the word and. Don't know why you didn't just say and, because you're not using that uh, that that correctly. You know, you're supposed to like. So instead of saying like and and like like a cat and a dog and a bird and a tree, it would be a cat comma tree cat. Or it'd be like comma, comma, comma. Then before the last thing you say, it'd be like a truck, a bird, a tree, and a cat. It wouldn't be just you know. And I don't need to explain how to use a fucking whatever the fuck this thing is here. I think I've my brain's melting. 
it's early in the morning. I'm end up all night uploading uh, <clears throat> content that uh, that was uploaded back when the podcast was nothing but just audio, no visual. And we're working towards getting uh, it to have like a you know a little picture of me in the corner while I'm talking. But as for now, it's just this. So that's uh, again, you know, every episode somebody's new episode. So the reason why there's a bunch of episodes that are labeled like. 2020, 2021, those are archived episodes with things I think are relating to what's going on today, or, uh, you know, just various historical little bits or big moments in the culture war that I've talked about, I'm turning into, you know, video things and uploading them, but that's enough rambling, let's get into this shit, shall we, by John Levine, John Levine, that sounds familiar, and Joshua Hrett Miller. From July 16th, 2022, Hunter Biden met with his father at least 30 times at the White House or the vice president's residence, often just days after he returned home from overseas business jaunts. Geez, like maybe in Ukraine with Burisma, perhaps? The breakfast launches and the breakfast lunches and other gab fest. Isn't gab fest what? The social media app calls her, like, meet and greet in person. Isn't that called GabFest? Interesting. I, it's not the same thing. It's just I've never heard GabFest used in any other context, you know? Between 2008 and 2016. Ah, so you mean between his, his dad's entire time as being the fucking vice president? Interesting. It's almost like Hunter levied his dad's position and power to get ahead in life. I mean, it's not like Hunter Biden would have his dad withhold a large sum of money from Ukraine unless they fired a prosecutor, right? No, of course not. Joe Biden's too honest for that. Uh, between 2008 and 2016, best year ever, by the way, raised questions about whether Hunter was rela- was relaying messages to his father on behalf of foreign clients. Uh, no shit. And cast new doubt on the president's repeat denials and that he had any role in his son's shady overseas business dealings. The meetings were found in a review of the personal calendar on Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop. Eric Sherwin, the president of Hunter Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's partner uh, investment company, Rosemount Seneca, uh... Isn't Seneca the Chinese firm? Hold on. Uh, Seneca. Uh, I think it's oil. Seneca brand. Um... Yeah, I might, I might be mistaken. There's a... Hold on. You know, I went looking for something entirely different. And, you know, sometimes I just find a podcast topic accidentally in my searches. That's how I come up with a lot of the episodes I do. What the fuck is this? Exclusive Hunter Biden's House of Cards first son confided to lover Haley Biden. Uh, Big ass pop-up thing here. Oh my god, go away. Fuck off. <clears throat> first son's con- uh, confided to lover Haley Biden. First son's first son confided to lover Haley Biden. He was feeling pressured over suspe- suspected involvement in brokering oil deal directly with Putin and his missing Chinese partner. Just as Joe was about to run for president from 19 hours ago at DailyMail.com. Did, uh, this is going to go up a little bit before Tim pulls upload for the day, because I'm recording at 8.01 a.m. You know, I get the funny feeling that this might be Tim pulls 9, uh, uh, 10, 10 o'clock or, or uh, maybe 1 o'clock upload. Hmm. Interesting. Let's see. Uh, what's, there's a Chinese oil company he's connected to, and I'm trying to... This is like that couple's Facebook picture where you know... Like, her face right here is hidden because he punched her in the face really hard, allegedly. Not saying he did, but it wouldn't surprise me. This is, uh, th- th- this is wildly off topic, but I-, I will come back to this. 
Yeah, I, it's gonna be in this article. I'll, I'll make this article its own. You know what? We'll, we'll we'll read this article after we finish this one, uh, and, and perhaps we'll come across the name of that Chinese oil company Hunter Biden's closely connected to. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Partners is named as a calendar invite recipient. Let's see. Investment company Rosemount Seneca. Let's, uh, let's do. This Mount Seneca, China. Uh, I don't give a fuck what you say. Factcheck.org. Um, uh, Barisma. Biden's famous fiscal transaction of Ukraine. It's gonna be in here, right? Ooh, PDF, I like that. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see. Conflicts of interest. Let's see. Vice President's office. You know what? What if I just turn this into an audiobook? Oh, that'd be a long audiobook. Jeez. Uh, I could do it. It'd take me a couple hours, but I could do that. Easily. Um... Charisma. Hmm. So I found it. In all places, Microsoft News via Washington Post. How about that? While many aspects of Hunter Biden's uh, <coughs> financial arrangement with CEFC, China Energy, have been previously reported. That's, that's what it is. Okay. I knew there was something. It was an, I couldn't remember what it was. I, I thought it was Seneca for some reason because I'm fucking retarded but let's move on investment in company rosemount seneca partner is named as a calendar invite recipient of 21 of 30 listing listed meetings with a green check frequently indicating his confirmed receipt of the visit or of the invite for meetings with vice president uh sherwin was a longtime hunter biden business confidant and had access to the elder Biden's personal finances. Um, I don't know if that pops up or not on screen. Okay. Let's see. Long time uh, Hunter Biden business confidant and had access to elder Biden's personal financial information. House GOP conference chair Ease Stefank, uh, Elise Stefank. Who has promised to subpoena Hunter Biden should Republicans win back control of Congress in 2022 midterm elections? That'd be a lot of content for me, wouldn't it? Said it was more evidence of corruption. Quote, hardly a day goes by without another revelation about how intimately involved Joe Biden was with his son Hunter Biden's corruption, corrupt foreign business dealings. The fact that Joe was in on the meetings with senior foreign leaders on behalf of Hunter and his business associates, while Vice President further proves that Joe has been lying to, to the American people, Stefank told the Post. Hunter Biden often would huddle with his dad in the days or even minutes after high-profile meetings. Oh, so that's Eric. Okay. Hunter Biden met Daniel... Kablan Duncan, the Prime Minister of... Okay, well, you know what? Let's find out how that's pronounced, shall we? I have an, uh, I have an Apple mouse, so I have to... Do this at all. Oh! It's West African. Uh... Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire. There we go. Uh, the Prime Minister of Cote d'Ivoire. On April 15, 2016, in Washington, D.C., his calendar shows the 8.15 a.m. sit-down was quickly followed by a 9 a.m. confab confab with Vice President Biden at a Naval Observatory. Oh, is that the same Naval Absor Observatory that Kamala Harris faked that fucking NASA thing with those kids? 
which I will be uploading the uh, podcast exclusive version of that. God damn it, give me one second. I want to know how to pronounce this. Fuck. I do not like apple mice very much. They are a pain in the ass. An informal, private conversation or discussion. Interesting. Okay. Seems like I always come across new words I've never heard of before. Anyway, AM Confab with Vice President Biden at the Naval Observatory. The purpose of his meeting with uh, Kablam is unclear. Definitely trustworthy. Between February 15th and 18th, 2012, Hunter Biden was wined and dined by billionaire oligarchs in Moscow, including one now wanted for murder. Four days after his return, Hunter Biden met with Vice President Biden at the Naval Observatory. What is it with the Naval Observatory being so important to these fucking people? On November 14th, is that where Malik Ball lives? Anyway, on November 14th, 2015, Hunter Biden met with Russian ambassador to the United States, George Muir before heading off to meetings in that country. He returned November 17th, a few days after my birthday, coincidentally enough, and had breakfast with his father at the Naval Observatory. What the fuck is up the Naval Observatory? Is that just where the office is? If I, actually, I remember correctly from the Kamala Harris story, that is where the office actually is, or it's close to where the office is. Just two days after, just months after the trip, he teamed up with former FBI Director Louis Freech. Free. To help Roman businessman Gabriel uh, Papavicu avoid jail. Oh, yeah, no collusion there, right? Let's just help this dude not get locked the fuck up. Does, why didn't it like Tom Hanks move off to Greece to avoid any uh, accountability for Epstein-related incidences? Even though this isn't Epstein-related. I just like to bring that up. In another meeting with royalty, the crown prince of Yugoslavia told the Post he was hoping Hunter could put in a good word to his dad about the pos- about possible help rehabbing the royal palace in Belgrade. Okay, yeah, with what fucking money would Joe Biden be helping them fix with their goddamn palace? I'm just asking questions here. Just call me Jesse Ventura. Uh, you know, Joe Biden doesn't make money, right? Like, we pay him. Like, all the money he has comes from stealing from us. So, the only way Joe Biden would be able to help finance the repair of some foreign Yugoslavian prick is if he allocated tax funds to Yugoslavia under some development grant. That's at least what would be fucking coded as development of some kind. And it would be the, it would go to fucking pay for the house repairs. Not saying that did happen. I don't know if it happened or not, but Jesus fuck. Just the fact that this conversation is egregious enough. Colombia. You know, between cocaine and coffee, Colombia just wants to wake your ass up. And I don't blame them. We got shit to do. Ah, that warm monster be hidden different. A March 2nd, 2012 entry notes a meeting with Joe Biden and Andres Pastorana Arango. The former president of Colombia, whose business hunter had been courting for months. Emails on the laptop show for more than a year before the meeting with Joe Biden and uh, Passerana Hunter and his Rosemount Seneca business partners had been chasing the business of A of OAS, a Brazilian construction company with Colombian interest, which was later busted for paying bribes and rigging public contracts. <laughs> Hunter Biden is really an international man of mystery when you think about it. Like, he is like a James Bond type figure. He is laying pussy in all different ports, fucking hooking up business dealings with all kinds of different shady fucking people that would probably be Bond villains in the movie. He's like an evil James Bond. And like the most cracked out fucking Dave Chappelle character way. It's kind of impressive. I, I, the amount of shit a crackhead, meth-addled pedophile like Joe Biden and Hunter, and Hunter Biden get up to is just fucking mind-boggling, the shit they get up to. 
specifically Hunter, never held a political office, and yet he's rubbing shoulders with all these elite people. Like, if this was 1940s America, Hunter Biden would be rubbing shoulders with Adolf Hitler and doing fucking heroin with him. Like, this is insane. Jesus, fuck. And I thought I was big shit because before I had 100 subscribers, I had a guy running for governor on my show. Shout out to Evan Space. In February 7th, 2011, email to Hunter Biden, his partner, Mike Muldoon. Oh, Muldoon. That guy's been on uh, Tucker Carlson. Said a third member of the company would pitch AOAS. AOS is is a Venture Bros reference I keep wanting to say. And on a $2,000 month fee in order to participate and a 5% success fee. The fuck is a success fee? By June 2011, in an email to Hunter, Sherwin named a, a, quote, list of projects OAS is interested in in Colombia. Okay, well, now this is actually where you should put a comma, and you'd be using it properly. You see, see, you use it incorrectly here, but you should have used it down here. Just, uh... Just a thought in comma in Colombia, end quote, adding that they should, quote, discuss and see how we can be helpful. Well, that's ambiguous as fuck, isn't it? Among the projects were two wastewater treatment plants estimated at 380 million and 350 million. There was also a 1.8 billion hydroelectronic power plant and a $3 billion upgrade to the Bog, uh, Bogota subway system. Quote, if it works, we'll all be rich. All being the wealthy political elite in the situation, of course. Sherwin enthused to Hunter Biden in an August 2011 email. A former contract with OAS was signed a month later and sent to Hunter in September 8, 2011. An email from Fabio, Fabio Tasta Gadella Souza. I only know that because of Dinesh. So, Souza. An OAS project finance manager. The company retainer with Hunter Biden's investment company, Rosemont Seneca Partner, was. $25,000 a month email show. Damn, the Trump economy was really good to everybody, wasn't it? Other emails between Hunter and Rosemount's uh, president, Eric Sherwin, describe a potential bonus from OAS if the Columbia deals panned out. Sherwin estimated their share of 1% quote success fee on a potential billion-dollar project would be $5.6 million. Fucking hell. A few months later... Hunter traveled to Boktua, Bo- uh, Bogota, yeah, Bogota, dining with uh, Pastorana on November 2nd, 2011. Emails contained on the hard drive suggest uh, Mariko uh, Cardenas Santa Maria. That cannot be his real last name. Come on, Santa Maria? Really? Neat. The country's minister, I mean, he's a piece of shit, but neat. Country's minister for mines and energy shared a meal. I wonder how he feels about Joe Biden's fracking policy. Shared a meal. The same day, Hunter also met with uh, Catalina Crane Orango, a counselor to uh, Colombian President John Manuel Santos, according to the calendar. The courtship continued as the months went on. The email show, quote, Dear Mr. President, I look forward to seeing you when you are in Washington. Well, he's usually in Delaware, so good luck with that. I was hoping we could meet for lunch or coffee, depending on your schedule. I'd like to discuss an opportunity that I think you have already been initially briefed regarding OAS. Hmm, who briefed him originally? Hunter Biden wrote to uh, Pastorana in February 2012, quote, I am checking on my dad's schedule. What do you think the fucking odds are that Joe Biden just left Hunter Biden in control of his schedule and through that Hunter Biden started making these corrupt deals? 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck a crackhead like Hunter Biden works his way into these positions. It can't just be because of his dad, right? Unless his dad just surrendered all kinds of power. And what is this? For those listening, Joe Biden is just very sensually holding, holding this man's cheek right here. He's about to kiss him on their wedding day. And who said Joe Biden wasn't progressive, right? Pastoria met with Joe Biden a month later. Sherwin was also listed on uh, the invite, pardon me, for the, quote, meet, the meet with press, Pastoria, and dad at Navab's, referring to the Naval Observatory. Everything is going on there. What the fuck? That's where the place is all popping. Jesus, fuck. Is that, are we sure that's not where they filmed the moon landing and had the Manhattan Project meetings? Might as well at this fucking point. It seems quite busy. It's a real viper room of sorts. Um, Hunter scheduled a lunch or yep, Naval Observatory later that same day. Later the same day, Hunter scheduled a lunch with uh, Pastorana at Cafe Milano. They were joined by Juan Esteban Ords, the president of Colombian Coffee uh, Federation Incorporated. Mm. See, between coffee and cocaine, like I was saying, Pastorana seemed eager to tap into Hunter Biden's network. Again, just his network's wildly insane for the amount of drugs and shit this dude was up to. But I don't know, man. Epstein connections go far, I guess. Again, I just love bringing up that he's connected to Epstein. Pastorina seemed eager to tap into Hunter Biden's network. Other calendar entries show Hunter facilitated meetings with Pastorana, uh, Nigerian uh, Nigerian businessman Case Luckman Lawal, and Cesar uh, Uzda. Cesar Uda, Uzda, international chairman of OAS. Pastorana and Joe Biden have had a long relationship, evidenced by a tweet by a tweeted photo of the two at ex-Colombian leader. The two ex-Colombian leader shared when congratulating Biden on his 2012 presidential election win. Oof, oof. The snap shows Pastorana and Joe Biden alongside Biden's former Senate colleagues, Jesse Helms, a Republican from North Carolina. Fuck that dude, then. In the caption, Pastorana called Biden, quote, A great friend and a connoisseur of our country. Specifically the smells and scents of your children. Uh, Santiago Pastorana, the ex-president's son, told the Post, quote, my father has a relationship with President Biden as they were together for planned for planned Colombia when my father was president of Colombia and Biden senator and Biden senator and chair of foreign relationships committee. What if what if it's not Joe Biden? What if it's not Hunter Biden who was like the connection between these guys, but instead Hunter Biden met this guy through Joe Biden? Because it's starting to sound like Joe Biden and this guy at least knew each other for a very, 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 very long time. Now, what, what, what's this video here? Not working. Okay. Neat. Uh, both partisans met with Hunter Biden on May 21st, 2012. In the Westin Hotel in D.C., quote, The conversation was around gratitude my father had for then-VP Biden and all his support towards Colombia. <sighs> Senegal uh, Pastorana insisted the Colombian inf- infrastructure projects were eventually built, but it is unclear if OAS won any related contracts or if Hunter Biden and his business partners pocketed the success bonuses hmm the Colombian infrastructure projects were eventually built but it is unclear if OAS won any related contracts you know it's interesting right the only reason we're finding this out is because this sloppy fucking crackhead junkie piece of shit here retardedly left his laptop at a fucking computer repair store and his ditzy brain dead sister Ashley Biden left her fucking diary at a party then they get into his fucking iPhone which I'm sure a lot of this information comes from that as well Uh, imagine how many other politicians kids 
or politicians themselves are doing similar things to this. It can't just be him, right? I'm almost thinking, if Hunter Biden can fucking do it, anyone can. <clears throat> this vile piece of shit, who I've said, by the way. Think of it like, like, like the Belushi brothers. We lost the wrong Biden brother. Really? We lost Bo, but kept this fucking piece of shit? It's like, really? We kept Jim Belushi, but lost John Belushi? Really? It really is the darkest fucking timeline, ain't it? it? You know what could really cut back on this? I want to throw up two things for you. One, you see this? The Fourth Amendment. This has been a rule that it also applies to fucking personal electronic data. The Fourth Amendment of the Constitution. Amendment 4. The right of the people to be secure in their person, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant issued, but upon probable cause supported by an oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment should not apply to politicians. They should be up. For demand transparency. It will never happen. There's also another little, little, little policy over here I want to look at. Citizens United versus FEC. In Citizens United versus FEC, the Supreme Court asserted that corporations are people and remove reasonable campaign contribution limits. Allowing a small group of wealthy donors and special interests to use dark money to influence elections. Nothing needs to be destroyed and overturned. This is exact. This is the type of shit Joe Biden owes his election to, and this is the type of shit that puts him in power, where his fucking kid is, and his kid is just rubbing shoulders with the worst fucking people on the planet. Now, like I said, we got another couple articles to get into over here. Oh wait, oh wait, there we go. So with all this shit we know about. Hunter Biden, his uh, his criminal connections, his drug addictions. Yahoo has just a goofy fucking article. I thought would be a humorous way to uh, to wrap this up. And, and you know, this now now we know. Joe Biden said, "I don't know anything about my son's business dealings." And all the all the stuff that was leaked by the government, like the fucking phone call, where it's like, "I love you, son. Call me when you can. It's it's nothing important. And, you know, I love you. And I'm so fucking happy for you." Click. Didn't fucking uh, didn't seem to fucking matter. Right, but now we're knowing Joe Biden fucking lied. Oh, I said I was gonna pull this up for you. Give me one second. So we're over here at Yahoo, and we're just gonna watch a little video here. You see, newly unearthed photo cast doubt on Joe Biden's claim that he was unaware of Sun's Ukraine connections from October 1st, 2019. We knew Joe Biden knew three years ago. We knew that Joe Biden fucking knew. But now you're going to see all these headlines and articles. I mean, right now it's only the right talking about it, but that's just for now. I guarantee, I've said, I made this prediction, I'm going to make it again. Joe Biden is saying, I'm going to run for president. Everyone else around him, including Jill, has said, no, he's not. He doesn't even want to. Meanwhile, he's saying, I want to run for president. They will use Hunter Biden to remove Joe Biden from office and act like, oh, no, we're so mad that Joe Biden got removed. How unfair. When they will work hand in hand with the Republicans to oust him from office to remove him from the campaign. Watch. Watch. Remember, I made this prediction. But let's watch this. Discussed his son's foreign business dealings with him directly, but a newly unearthed photo of the two golfing with a Ukrainian oh. gas company executive back in 2014 is casting some doubt <coughs> on that claim. Kristen Fisher is live in Washington with more on that. Kristen. Good morning, Sandra. This is a photo that was obtained by Tucker Carlson tonight, and it allegedly shows former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter golfing, or at least on a golf course, with Devin Archer, who served on the board of that Ukrainian natural gas company, Burisma Holdings, with Hunter. Biden's son was hired by the company in July 2014 while his father was vice president. At the time, the Obama White he, House... Doesn't said Hunter Biden look like... Look like... Uh, you remember... Uh, you ever seen the first Spider-Man movie with Green Goblin in it? You know, Gabby? Remember uh, when he first gets exposed to that green mist shit that turns him into the Green Goblin? He fucking looks like this. 
Will Willem Dafoe. He looks like Willem Dafoe right now. There's no conflict because the younger Biden was a private citizen. And so far, there's been no evidence of wrongdoing by... I Man, that red nose looks like a cocaine nose. <laughs> it's a similar color over here. Either Biden. He's so pale. What the month, fuck? The VP said in Iowa Jesus, bro. Junkie for sure. Business dealings with him. Listen. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And so Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. Well, first off, there's no norm laws for a president. The breaking a norm is not against the law. Second off, he was investigated. We had two and a half years of a Russian hoax that was investigated and like $40 billion in taxpayer funds were used to investigate and impeach Trump, which didn't result in him leaving the office at all. In fact, it bolted his support amongst the masses. So, you know, the Democrats got their investigation. Why can't the right get their investigation? The right says, hey, we want to look into Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's connections to China, Ukraine, and Russia. And the DOJ refuses. The CIA refuses. These institutes refuse to cooperate. They refuse to look into it in any fucking way. So why can't the right get their investigation? The, the, the left got theirs. Nothing fucking came of it. And I have said this before. Donald Trump is a successful New York businessman. Let me repeat that. New York businessman. This man's got skeletons in his fucking closet for sure, but they haven't found them. Meanwhile, we find whole-ass fucking cadavers in Joe Biden's closet, but we keep getting told we can't look any deeper than we already have. Seems a little unfair. You should be asking him the question. What yeah, we did. Nothing came of it. But we ask you questions. <laughs> we, we get this angry old fuck yelling at us. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate... Yeah, yeah, you mean Zelensky? When he called Zelensky and said, hey, what's this footage? And if you watch my intro, it's right there. You know? He asks Zelensky, hey, what's this about... Uh, a prosecutor being fired. This clip's going around the internet. I want to know something about it. If you can find anything, let me know. Thank you. The same president that you cr that that Joe Biden now is acting like we need to protect and fucking worship. Fuck out. But a foreign leader. But the photograph will likely only fuel the president and his allies who are calling and have been calling for quite some time for an investigation into the Biden family's ties to Ukraine. The issue, of course, is now at the center of the Democrats' impeachment effort after a whistleblower blew the lid on the president's call, President Trump's call with the president of Ukraine, in which Mr. Trump asked him to investigate his potential 2020 opponent. Potential? As I brought up before, Joe Biden wasn't running for office when Donald Trump called Zelensky and said, hey, what is this about about fucking Biden saying he's going to have Obama withhold the money from you unless you fire a prosecutor? Can you look into that for me? And Zelensky said, sure. Zelensky even said there was no threat made from fucking Trump to him. Trump just nicely asked if you'd look into it for him. Don't believe me? Look it up. In fact... Why don't we go watch the audio together right after this is over? Fox has reached out to the Biden campaign to see if we could get a response about this new photograph. There wasn't a campaign yet. But so far, the only thing that they told us, this is coming from a spokesperson from the campaign. Uh, this person said, no comment, Sandra. A lot changing on all of this this morning. Kristen Fox really looks their bimbos. Okay, now let's go watch this footage real quick. Here we are. Check this out. Ukraine, and uh, um, I remember going over convincing... And uh, so I got Ukraine, and uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers, to convincing that, that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from... Uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." The money we promised you. Now, I don't 
I fucking detest Ukraine. And I don't approve of giving money to Ukraine or Israel equally. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about either of these goddamn countries. I think they're both heavily corrupt. Um, I'll do the Ukraine episode later on, because there's old episodes where I actually kind of stood for lo- Ukraine a little bit, and then I've definitely changed my tune on those fucks. Now, Joe Biden says, we have money for you. It was guaranteed to you, but unless you do this, we won't give you this money. That is, by definition, a quid pro quo. Now, let's go find this Trump... Wait. Oh, son of a bitch. Well, there you go. That's the last bit of... He got fucked up. Oh, shut up, Wendy Williams, you fat cunt. Moving on. So we're over here at the Kings of Grift Vice News, or vindictive, incitive cunts everywhere. Now, <clears throat> these grifting pieces of shit put together a audio-acting SNL thing of the phone call. And I love the little thing here. We couldn't be in the room for President Trump's historic making call with Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky... Trump tells us the call was perfect, so we decided to recreate it. All right, Junior, well, you did. And uh, let's just watch it. I'm going to have it I have it sped up here a little bit. Take it down to 1.5 speed. And let's enjoy. This is, this is the full phone call Trump made to Vladimir Zelensky before Biden even ran for fucking president. Biden didn't even run for office yet. When Trump was like, hey, what's going on with this prosecutor thing? It was all business, and then Trump was like, hey, there's this issue with the prosecutor going on over there. What what, what happened with that? Can you find something out for me? That went public, and then Joe Biden was like, well, now i got to run for president and protect my ass. And somehow it, it won, and I fully think that's actually all conspiracies aside. I actually think the main reason Biden ran for office and they got him in there is because there's a lot of dirty connections to Biden, to Ukraine, to Russia, and to China. And again, I think Trump's a fucking idiot for not, not realizing it a lot sooner, but there's a lot of things I think Trump was an idiot on. That's my notification sound. I'm waiting for an important text, so you're going to hear that a couple more times. Let me just tell you, if you haven't set your notification sound to the Pornhub intro, if you're in a public bathroom and your phone goes off, the reactions you fucking get are wonderful. Like, uh, I was in a Myers bathroom, my phone went off, and some guy was like, I have a kid in here. Well, buddy, I hope your kid doesn't recognize what that music is because if a kid hears that music and it's a normal kid he's gonna think that's an in- that's a that's a weird ringtone but if if your kid heard that and was like hey dad get a little of this guy the fuck are you doing with your kid bro Where are you joe and hunter biden uh, i'm waiting for uh i'm waiting for an important business call so I, I i have to keep my notifications on so i can pause the recording and accept the call i know it's a little unprofessional of me I'm sorry, I'm turning my notifications down, but I gotta keep that on for an important business meeting call. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Alright, let's go. Also, my, my ringtone is that my money don't wiggle wiggle, it folds. Now, let's check this out. Mmm. Best royalty freaking offer. Who's a Zach Galifianakis looking guy? He looks at the cross between the lead singer of Mumford and Sons and Zach Galifianakis, and I'm here for it. <sighs> On Wednesday, the White House released a more a memorandum of the conversation, made up of notes and recollections, not a verbatim transcript. Congratulations on a great victory. Will watch from the United States, and you did a terrific job. The way you came from behind somebody who wasn't given much of a chance, and you ended up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. You are absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big, and we worked hard for this. We worked a lot, but I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity drink, to learn right back. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge, and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, it is true that these are unique elections. We were in a unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I'm able to tell you the following the first time. You called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election. And the second time, you are now calling me when my party won the parliamentary election. I think I should run more often, so you can call me more often, and we can talk over the phone more often. (laughs) That's a very good idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, yes. To tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. We brought in many, many new people. Not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format and a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us, and in that... Well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time. 
much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk. And I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way. So I think it's something you want to look at. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. Yes, you're absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron, and I told them that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with the sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should work for Ukraine. It turns out that even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States is a much bigger partner than the European Union, and I'm very grateful to you for that, because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine, much more than the European Union, especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next step specifically. We're almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows a lot about it. You catch that? I got back just in time, didn't I? Can you do us a favor? Not, if you don't do this, we're not going to give you funds. If you don't do this, we're going to withhold aid from you. No, no, he said, hey. Do us a solid, because we're pulling so much of our weight on the world stage. You know, we're kind of busy. Can you look into something for us? Thank you. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, got down there, I was like, I really gotta go to the bathroom. So I just... I just didn't... Oh, man, I just sped ran. Something you're, something a guy should never speed run. But I got that, I got my drink. Side note, GT Grape, NOS energy drink. Delicious! say crowd strike i guess you have one of your wealthy actually disgusting people uh, the server they say ukraine has it there are a lot of things that went on the whole situation i think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people i would like to have the attorney general call you or your people and i would like you to you guys get to hear i answer a phone call thank you for calling planned delivery abortion handcrafted pizza your loss is my sauce i'm gonna take your order please Oh, uh, they just hung up. Damn. Yeah, uh, if anyone can use that they want. That's how I answer phone numbers I don't recognize or scam calls. Ah, I think if you're calling planned delivery, abortion, and handcrafted pizzas, your loss and my sauce. I'm going to take your order. Uh, feel free to use that. You don't have to give me any credit for it. Get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. An incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started True. with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. Yes, it is very important for me and everything that you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important and we are open for any future cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the United States and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work hard on making sure that our two nations are getting closer. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and your confidence and have personal relations with you so we can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. I just wanted to assure you once again that you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. We are great friends. And you, Mr. President, have friends in our country, so we can continue our strategic partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people. And in addition to that investigation, I guarantee as a president of Ukraine that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly. That, I can assure you. Good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down, and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was a mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you along with the Attorney General. Rudy very much knows what's happening and he is a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that'd be great. The former ambassador from the United States, the woman, was bad news. And the people she was dealing with in Ukraine were bad news. So I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the Attorney General would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it, it sounds horrible to me. I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. First of all, I understand, and I'm knowledgeable about the situation. Since we have won the absolute majority in our parliament, the next prosecutor general will be 100% my person, my candidate, who will be approved by the parliament and will start as a new prosecutor in September. 
He or she will look into the situation specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue of making sure to restore the honesty. So we will take care of that and we'll work on the investigation of the case. On top of that, I would kindly ask you if you have any additional information that you can provide to us. It would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice in our country with regard to the ambassador to the United States from Ukraine. As far as I recall, her name was Ivanovich. It was great that you were the first one who told me that she was a bad ambassador because I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best as she admired the previous president and she was on his side. She would not accept me as a new president well enough. Well, she's going to go through some things. I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call, and I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call, and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly, and he was a very fair prosecutor, so good luck with everything. Also, I'm uh, Matt Zielinski. Would you like some head under the table? Just asking. Your economy is going to get better and better, <laughs> I predict. You have a lot of assets. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. I would like to tell Ukraine you that I also have quite a few Ukrainian Fuck friends Ukraine. that live in the United States. Actually, last time I traveled to the United States, I stayed in New York, near Central Park, and I stayed at the Trump Tower. Would you also like some head under the table, Trump? I will talk to them, and I hope <laughs> to see them again in the future. I also wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States, specifically Washington, D.C. On the other hand, I also want to ensure you that we will be very serious about the case and we'll work on the investigation. As to the economy, there is much potential for our two countries, and one of the issues that is very important for Ukraine is energy independence. I believe we can be very successful in cooperating on energy independence with the United States. <laughs> we are already working on cooperation. We are buying American oil, but I'm very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to... <laughs> now you can buy that Russian oil, bitch. <laughs> ...discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better. I would like to thank you very much for your support. Good. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. I will tell Rudy and Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you would like to come to the White House, feel free to call. Give us a date, and we'll work that out. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you very much. I would be very happy to come and would be happy to meet with you personally and get to know you better. I'm looking forward to our meeting, and I also would like to invite you to visit Ukraine and come to the city of Kiev, which is a beautiful city. We have a beautiful country which would welcome you. Was. On the other hand, I believe that on September 1st, we will be in Poland, and we can meet in Poland, hopefully. After that, it might be a very good idea for you to travel to Ukraine. Actually, we can either take my... Actually, the the president of Poland's actually kind of a big dick to Chad. I like the guy. Or at least the guy who used to be in charge of it. ...plane and go to Ukraine, or we can take your plane, which is probably much better than mine. Okay, we can work that out. I look forward to seeing you in Washington and maybe in Poland, because I think we're going to be there at that time. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Congratulations on a fantastic job you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so much of an upset, but congratulations. Thank you, Mr. President. Bye-bye. There you go. I'm sorry. Is that phone call as scandalous as it sounds? Is it as evil and vindictive as everyone told you it was? Or is it actually kind of a standard two elected officials jerking each other off under the table kind of a conversation in general? Whereas Biden's outright like, if you don't fire that man, I'm not going to give you the billion dollars. Oh yeah? Well, I'll tell the guy not to give it to you. If you don't fire the prosecutors, let's see how that fucking goes. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Trump's like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can, uh, there's some disturbing shit going on with Hunter Biden. Can you look into that, please? I, I, I appreciate it. Um, So, instead of reading that one article here, we're going to read this article here because I think it's funny. 94 crime bill, Kamala Harris keeping motherfuckers in, in, uh, in prison in uh, California. Way, way, way longer than she was legally allowed to for a dollar an hour labor. I just thought Yahoo was being goofy when they wrote this fucking headline. Why the hell isn't Biden ending the federal war on cannabis? At the end of this video, I'm going to throw in my favorite video of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. You know, Hunter Biden's fucking crack while Joe Biden talks about how drug users deserve to be thrown away in prison for five years and the judge can't do anything about it. Right, let's do it. Let's enjoy I love how Joe Biden looks fucking lost in his profile picture here. Let's go. Who's this article by? Ben Burgess. Ben Burgess. You know what? Just for you, Ben Burgess. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm out. I'm not going to waste, waste a hit on you. <clears throat> Joe Biden and the Democrats are in deep trouble. Not for the economy, not for a possible war incitement with Russia and China, not for sending oil to China, not for tapping into our Federal Reserve, not for shutting down Keystone, not for any of that shit. No, 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 he's in trouble because he's not 
not trying to decriminalize weed, man. The president's approval ratings are in the sewer, and all signs continue to ed- ed- uh, 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 indicate that his party will be pulverized this fall. Oh, left-wing, left-wing Yahoo. Does it fucking hurt to say that? I'm just, I'm just curious. It's not surprising. Biden employed public support at the beginning enjoyed public support at the beginning of his presidency when he was actually doing things for the public, like economic stimulus and child tax credit. You mean, like, removing the child tax credit? And, really, stimulus? Biden didn't give anyone... The fuck was that? Did... The whole house just shook. The fuck? Okay. That was weird. Uh, well, if I die, I die, I guess. Fucking Esther 12. I die, I die. Um. Yeah, uh, Biden never gave you a stimulus. Trump gave you three of them. Biden gave you fucking zero of them. So, uh, yeah. Like, economic stimulus. And the child tax credits. Yeah, totally not Biden's work, but fire off, I guess. All of that distant memory now. The president and his spokespeople barely even talk about the ambiguous legislation proposal they introduced with so much fanfare in 2021, and gas and food keep getting more expensive. Tell me more about that stimulus Biden gave you. Under these circumstances, you would think that the administration would be leaping for any action they could possibly take that lies in the overlap area of the Venn diagram of a prom- of promises that Biden made during the 2020 campaign that can be carried out by executive action. Didn't Biden say some long lines of... Oh, why am I saying that? Of course he said this. Biden said, The signs of a president using executive orders is the signs of a tyrant. Joe Biden has already signed more executive orders than any president in history. So, yeah... I remember when the I remember when left media outlets called Trump a Nazi and a dictator and a tyrant when he would sign any executive order. But when Biden does it, they go, yay! I don't believe in executive orders. If you can't get your shit through, you can't get your shit through. Fucking suck it up, buttercup. Jesus, fuck. Anyway, and can't be carried out by executive action. Govern me harder, daddy. No need to get the often reluctant Democrat, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin or Kristen Sinema. Fuck cinema. That pinko bitch. The only thing nice about cinema is when she slams on the fucking diet pills before the election cycle comes and she looks fuckable again for five fucking minutes. Fucking lying, commie, pinko bitch. On the board. On the board. And also, yeah, fuck Joe Manchin. One of the only senators who actually votes on behalf of the people who fucking elect him. He's not like... Oh my fucking God. The Democrats hate Joe Manchin because he's a fucking Democrat. It's kind of wild. Like I'm fairly right wing, but you know, well, according to Ground News, I'm actually far more left than I am right wing, which I find kind of a wild concept. But then again, everything got moved around after 2016, didn't it? Now, Joe Manchin, he's a Democrat who keeps getting elected by Republicans in a Republican area in a Republican part of the country. Motherfucker keeps getting. I believe it's Montana. I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Joe Manchin keeps voting on ways that reflect. His voter base. And he's doing his exact fucking job. To represent those who put him in office. That was gross. That phone just came through the pizza. Anyway. Uh, on the board. And crucially are extremely popular. And yet. Culture war red meat. Is all the GOP is, serves the working class. Actually culture war nonsense. Is all the left fucking serves. You know, culture war includes things like identity politics, right? And that's, like, the left's main shtick. Deschweden. Or, uh, descheduling cannabis from Schedule 1, the DEA's classification for drugs with high-risk abuse and no medical benefits, and pardoning every federal prisoner serving time for nonviolent weed offenses would check all three boxes amazingly. Biden hasn't done it. Yeah, again, Joe Biden wrote the 94 fucking crime bill, Jr. And while you're at it, Kamala Harris kept people in prison, specifically the people who were arrested under the 94 crime bill. Keep that in mind. Joe Biden wrote the 94 crime bill. That destroyed more black lives in America 
than BLM did. Now, and it worked very well for Kamala Harris at the time, who had just got done, you know, with Willie Brown's Brown Willie. And she was making these motherfuckers serve three to four times their actual prison sentence on a dollar an hour fucking wage that was collected by the state when the work was done. Most of which were non-violent, marijuana-based offenses, misdemeanors, uh, minor possession, so on and so forth. And she bragged about, oh, she bragged about smoking weed while she was ruining the lives of people who smoked weed. She bragged about it on Charlemagne the God's podcast, and the dumb motherfucker didn't call her out. Which makes me wish, and I know why this has never happened, she doesn't have the fucking balls to go on Charlemagne with Andrew Schultz sitting next to him. She is scared of that fucking man. Andrew Schultz would let her the fuck up. I don't know how the fuck Schultz puts up with Charlemagne the God's stupid, retarded fucking bullshit. And let me be fair here. The only person in this, I don't know what genre you would say he's in these days, because he ain't rap. He talks about rap, but he ain't a fucking rapper no more. Charlemagne and Joe Budden. Joe Budden is an emotionally volatile, fucking whiny-ass old man who can't get out the shadow of one of his greatest hits. And Charlemagne the God, exact same fucking story. Except for he's more driven by vindictiveness than he is emotions. The only person I actually like is DJ Academics, because when he's fucking up, he's hilarious. And when he's right, he's on the goddamn money. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Um... Well, that's not the meeting. Okay. Anyway, I got off topic here. Anyway, yeah, yeah, long story short, Joe Biden can't do this because that would completely unmind his legacy with the 94 crime, but one of the few things he actually got through and is proud of, and it would make Kamala Harris have to, you know, commit to a lot of apologies and awkward questions, which will be asked of her, if not by anyone besides Peter Ducey. I, uh, I don't think this is going to happen. Now, there is a bill... It went through Congress, and uh, the Republicans were the only ones who voted no on it, but I believe it went through. It was to decriminalize marijuana nationwide, and I don't know what happened to it. It went through, and then it vanished. Anyway, it's not amazing he hasn't done it yet. It's just, you know he wasn't going to do it. In a campaign ad... That hit YouTube several days before the 2020 election. Biden said, quote, As president, I'll work to reform the criminal justice system, improve community policing. Yeah. On top of that, he also said he was going to defund the police, too. Decriminalizing marijuana and automatically expunge all prior marijuana convictions. He didn't leave himself a lot of wiggle room there. And while the first two elements could have legislative components for which the standard excuses would apply, Manchin, Cinema, the Republicans, the Parliamentarian, Parliamentarian, what the fuck are you talking about? No one doubts the last two could be done by Biden alone. Yeah, through executive order, like you said earlier. Any day that he decided to swing into action on this, it would even help take his uh take up his whole afternoon it wouldn't even take up his whole afternoon let's see at least remove it from being a schedule one drug which each cycle more states are legalizing it yet businesses can't even open bank accounts yeah joe biden ain't gonna be the one who fucking does it either now it might go through without him but i doubt it will actually be him who does it and uh unpopular opinion here look I smoke of the weed. I will prove it. I am pothead too. My issue with it is it's totally a fucking drug. Don't, don't, don't sit here and lie to yourself. It is addictive. It, it totally is a fucking addictive. There are people out there that cannot wait to buy weed. Every paycheck, a large chunk of it goes to weed. You know these people. And if you don't know these people, you probably are these fucking people. And don't sit here and be like, it's not true. It's not true. I know it's not true. I was told that marijuana isn't a drug. How can you sit there and tell me it is? Because it is. And I know that might sound kind of retarded to say that weed's not a drug, but there are genuinely people out there that would tell you, weed's not a drug, bro. It's not addictive. It's not a drug substance. It just helps me with pain. It helps me unwind. It helps me eat. It helps me cure cancer, which is bullshit. It does not help with cancer. That's bullshit. Bunk, brah. It's more bunk than the shit your retarded ass is smoking. And again, I like weed. 
I prefer to vape wax, but you know, I don't have, I have no problem with smoking just normal dry herb. But even I can admit that yes, marijuana is a goddamn drug. It's not the worst drug on the planet, it is a drug. I don't think there should be any federal laws on crime. If you're going to do it, you need to do it by the Constitution, which would mean it's a state's choice. If Chicago, if, if Illinois wants to have fully legalized cocaine and Michigan wants to have it illegal, well, then these states can have their separate laws and fully operate, and between the two states can enforce some sort of law or, or uh, you know, counter-bootleg operation together as a joint venture. You don't need the federal government involved in that shit. In fact, the reason people die from illegal street drugs all the time is because they are federally banned and federally illegal, which means it can't be regulated through the free market, and there won't be more safe, legal ways to go about it. When we were allowed to you know, do research, we came up with methadone, a medical version of meth that helps wean people from their addiction of meth and meth, co or meth and cocaine, through the synthetic meth, they can slowly work their way out of the addiction without dying. And that's because we approved research for methamphetamines years ago. A long time ago. Joe Biden's not going to be the guy who decriminalizes drugs. He's not going to be, unless he's told to by whoever is whispering in his ear. And I don't think the Democrat establishment is going to do that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Ten years ago, yeah, and we'll be talking about this fucking bullshit sham of a story down here. Um, you know, I think that's it, actually. Uh, I'm going to save that new article uh, we pulled up when I was doing my Google search for the next episode. I'll start recording right after this one, and uh, I, shall, uh, I shall let you guys go, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. Early start, brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front, brought to you by Pfizer. The week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.